Hi everybody, John Bishop here with John Bishop Fine Art, and you're listening to Art Chat, the podcast. Welcome back to the show. Uh, good week. Uh, we had a really big event uh, in our studio this last week. We had uh, a local curator, art consultant, uh, Rosa Ana Orlando, come by, and she spoke to a group of our of our collectors. We had assembled around 20 people. Uh, in the studio. These are all collectors of ours. And she presented, you know, how to build your own collection and the the kinds of things you need to do as somebody who is an art collector, whether, you know, you're just starting out and have a couple of pieces or if you uh, have, you know, rooms full of pieces. And also from the point of view of an artist, you know, what is the kind of thing you need to provide as an artist to your collectors? Uh, what kind of documentation, what kind of, uh, um, just what kind of credentials you need to present, what kind of provenance you need to uh, provide. It was a very, very fascinating evening, and I think everybody had a good time. Uh, we got some really good vibes uh, from it, some good kind of uh, reports out. So I think it was really worth doing, uh, and, I, and I think it went really well. I'm, I'm very pleased. Um, but today, I wanted to talk a little bit about the beginning of a new year. This is uh, 2024, and I'd like to talk a little bit about goals and objectives. And I kind of do this every year. And it's funny, um, I really like doing goals and objectives. I like doing this kind of strategic planning stuff. You know, and as a strategic planner, you have a lot of things you have to go through. You have to look at your strengths and your weaknesses, the, the values you have, the kinds of uh, obstacles you might face, uh, and, and then do all of this really high-level planning on how you're going to live out the next year, three years, five years, 20 years. And that whole process fascinates me. And goals and objectives are an important part of that. And so every year I do them and, and uh, spend a lot of time taking it very seriously. Bogdan and I usually take some sort of goals and retreats, uh, so goals and objectives retreat, where we go away somewhere. Uh, because, you know, just sitting in the studio, I think, can give you, I don't know, make you feel really isolated and uh, distracted somehow that you it's hard to concentrate you have all these other things that you can be doing that uh, will take you away from that task in a heartbeat it's also a way for me to kind of sell to Bogdan that this is worth doing that this is a big deal and if I can get him off somewhere away from the routines that uh, that we experience in the studio every day I think I get more of his attention uh, because I'm not sure that goals and objectives are something that he was raised doing. Uh, he was raised in communist Romania. And I'm not sure they they spent a lot of time looking at goals and objectives in their day-to-day -day existence. Um, and so, yeah, it's a great process. We go through it every year. And every year, we tend to look at our goals and objectives from the year prior as though we've never seen them before. And the same thing happened this year. I mean, we do try and take it seriously. We 
give it the time when we're creating the goals and objectives, but often we don't much look at them after that. And last year, it was enough of an issue that we said to ourselves, you know what, we're going to take these goals and objectives and tape them to the bathroom mirror. And I did that. I don't know how long they lasted, but they're gone now. Um, probably till the first time we needed to clean the mirror. But my point is that we don't we don't internalize them. We don't use them every day. I worked for a library once where we actually had to state everything we did, every objective, every activity we did, we had to somehow tie it to one of our objectives. So we kind of had to do it on purpose. But you know, when it's just two people and running a business, to kind of get stuck in that big organizational development tools and just doesn't happen. It's just the two of us. And it's not even though, I mean, we work, we, we live together, we work together. So we're together 24 seven. It's hard for us to even have a meeting uh, that is different from just talking in the car and grabbing each other from across the studio. Um, so yeah, to actually take these goals and objectives seriously enough that we internalize them and live them and, and, and explore them and maybe tweak them throughout the year. That just doesn't seem to happen. And so again, this year we looked at our goals and objectives and we were like, some of them we were like, well, that, that's a really good idea. We didn't do it, but that's a really good idea. There were a few things that we had done and that was nice to be able to tick them off our list. But there were other things that we looked at and we had no idea what we were talking about. It was just it didn't make it in our heads. We don't remember what we were thinking when we wrote them down, and we certainly didn't do them throughout the year. So that was a little discouraging. And I keep trying to figure out what we're doing wrong. We value them. We give them time. We do them, I think, right. And so every goal that we write is measurable and it's, it's specific, but general enough so that the objective is more specific and actionable with a time frame and measurable again and achievable. And yet still, even though we do all that work and we, I think we get it, it just doesn't seem to be coming through. So, um, I'm trying to figure out what is wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I seem to be missing the mark somewhere. The, um, and so this year I've been really kind of soul searching as to how can I make this different? How can I try and, and get different results? Uh, and I think maybe I'm just using the wrong model. As I mentioned, I was a librarian for 30 years. I worked in lots of large organizations, some smaller, some larger. Sometimes there were, I remember New Zealand, I think I had 80 people working under, under my department. And, and then there were other departments. So it was a, a big wieldy organization. And what makes sense for them and what makes sense for just Bogdan and I, maybe it's the wrong model. And I think a lot of that model is based on some sort of corporate institution, um, some sort of, of model that says, this is what works for a business that is uh, all about making money. 
or for a large organization that may not be about making money, but it, it's, it's about managing people and expectations and communication. And, and it's still, in either case, a very, very big model that doesn't seem to be translating so much to what we're doing. Now, obviously, we, we are in the business of making money. We are a business, um, but we're also creatives. And so I don't know that we always resonate so much with those big commercial kinds of goals and objectives because we're artists and we don't think along those lines in every day. And yet, we need to be making money. We need to be being, uh, you know, moving forward with a sound business model. And yet, we don't have the kind of scale that we would have in in a bigger in a bigger organization. So I think that's part of it. I think maybe it's just the wrong measure. And and so I, I kind of looked at. And I did this several years ago. You know, maybe the maybe there are different ways of approaching this from the artist's point of view. But at the end of the day, we're still businesses. One of the things I'm kind of gravitating to now is, well, first of all, what does success mean? Uh, success for an artist might be very, very different from success for a large manufacturing company or for a, a law firm or for a large NGO. Our vision of success may look a lot different. And, and what that exercise did for me is it made me look at how do we approach those levels of success. And what I think I'm realizing is that there's a part of me that is an artist and success for that part of me is about getting better and better, uh, learning new techniques, um, just becoming a better painter, a better artist. And that means not only creating better quality art, but communicating that well and, and uh, you know, just really raising the bar from that creative point of view. Whereas the business side seems to have different goals. And I think maybe those aren't crossing over for us. Um, so when I look at what success looks like for me as an artist, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm making money or that I'm making enough money or that I'm, I'm being strategic in the way I'm growing my business. And I think that might be part of what we're going through. Uh, we can look at success, we can look at what success feels like, we can look toward models of success. And, and I did that, and I did a video about that two or three years ago. And I looked at, you know, people that I admired people who were artists, some who were like me, some were who were better than I, uh, and wanted to emulate. Uh, and so I found characteristics about them that made me want to emulate them or things that I could try to apply to my own life. But they were all personal things. They were all personal things 
to my artistic my artistic talent. Uh, I wanted to be able to draw better. I wanted to be able to paint better. I wanted to be able to um, work with perspective better. And the other side of that is that I don't have a lot of experience managing businesses and developing uh, good sound business plans and and really understanding marketing and uh, investments and, and, and all that, all those business type applications. You see, it's, it's even hard for me to, to list them. And yet that's what I do for a living. That has to sustain me. That's what I have chosen as my career. And I not only have a passion for doing this, but I have a need to make a living doing this. Uh, so I started to think, okay, what are the pillars that that I could build on in this artistic career that I have created? And what I came up was with was three three pillars. One is quality. Another is celebrity. And the third is income. And so I'd kind of like to go through each one of those. We're looking at quality. That's the artsy stuff, right? That's the that's the artist bit, where I am learning to become better. I'm getting slicker. I have a better finished product. That's where I'm kind of stuck now. I might have a beautiful painting, but I'm not presenting it well enough that it looks slick enough and uh, framed well enough, and you know, all of that. The presentation of it. So there's that whole quality thing. Am I good enough? to sell art and every indication is that I am, but uh, I always want to increase and, and better that quality so that somebody who bought me five years ago can come back and say, you know what, he's gotten better. I'm getting more for my money and I'm paying more to get it. And, and of course that needs to be true for everybody. Another important part of what I'm doing as a business, an artist in business, is celebrity. And there, I don't know if that's the right word, but what I'm trying to say there is it's a marketing aspect, but it's more than just marketing, it's publicity, um, advertising. I have to be seen. I mean, I have to do the art, and the art has to speak for itself. But then I have to have people see that art. So there has to be some mechanism for me to be seen, whether that's doing this kind of content, whether that's social media, whether that's uh, being shown in galleries, doing shows, doing contests. Um, I don't know, whatever else that might mean, that a huge part at least a third of my business has to be promoting the art that I've done, uh, not just making lovely art, but letting people know who I am and letting them see my work. That's important. And it's not something that most artists want to do. Uh, most artists want to be quiet and just go off in a room and paint. I just want to sit here and draw on my skateboard. Uh, but that is vital to my success as a, a art business. Um, so celebrity is really important as well. And obviously the last thing is income. Not only do I need to sell the work, but I need to sell the work 
enough and at a high enough price that I can make a living so that I can continue to make the art. And so there are various ways of approaching that that I'm probably not all that great at. But I need to be able to uh, sell the work in the studio and I have a, a strategy for how I do my pricing. I have to make sure I get my art in front of enough people and that kind of goes back to the celebrity. But as far as a business, sometimes it's just numbers. If, if, uh, if not enough people are coming in the studio, maybe I need to be going to art fairs and maybe I need to be going to Saturday markets and putting up a tent at the, at the county fair or at the farmer's market. Uh, whatever I have to do to sell, uh, I've tried putting stuff online and that hasn't been greatly successful, but I keep doing it uh, because it is another avenue to make money. Perhaps uh, if these if these kind of uh, blogs and podcasts and, and, and uh, uh, vlogs become of interest, maybe there's some way to monetize that as, as some of the other bloggers and things do. Uh, though that seems like a stretch at this point. But there has to be a real strategy for me to earn enough, enough money to live off of and to, to build that income stream that allows me to do the quality art and to go out there and promote it and, and gain that celebrity. So I think maybe if I approach it with those three things in mind, that might make a difference. And so when I create created my goals this year, I put them under those three categories. Uh, and, and maybe those are the three words I need to put on my mirror, not the specifics and the, the objectives. Maybe that's too much. Maybe I just need to set in my mind, I need quality, celebrity, and income, and then create a scaffolding that will support those three pillars. I don't know. That's kind of where I'm stuck this year. Uh, I think it'll be more exciting uh, because it's it's a fresh look. And, and you know, at the end of the day, my goals and objectives are, are mine. I can fail at them, and it doesn't mean I'm a failure. I can succeed at them, and it doesn't mean I'm a success. It just means that I have a plan, I'm doing this purpose, purposefully, and uh, I can measure my, my results at some point during the year and maybe at the end of the year. I just think it's a wise thing to do. And if I can mix this up and make this stuff that has become ineffective look new again, man, I think that's a great way to proceed. So that's kind of my new year. Uh, the other thing I was doing is, is you watched the last uh, week, and I, I haven't been working too much while I've been chatting here, but I, I painted up a skateboard. I got these skateboards online. I thought they were regular size, but they ended up being teeny tiny skateboards for, for toddlers. <laughs> Who knew? Um, so I'm painting them up, and I'm putting these uh, little faces on them, and I was planning on creating a, a whole collection of these to take to a fair. And uh, I did it last week while I was doing this podcast. And I took it to the studio on Saturday and I sold it. And somebody came in this morning who wanted to buy it. 
and it was already sold. So I'm going to be doing more of these. <laughs> so take a take a look for those if you look at my website. I'll have them up for sale uh, if they don't fly off the shelf. But uh, again, just a new way of doing the same old kinds of things, but to try and interest a market that may not be interested in buying a little painting. Just another way of looking at it. Anyway, that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. I hope you're having a good week and that you've started your New Year's well and that you uh, have loads of good uh, ambitions and, and New Year's resolutions to keep you happy and to keep you healthy and to keep you on task. Uh, it's, it's a fight. and We know that a lot of what we plan this first couple of weeks of the new year will not even be something we much remember come June and July, but it might be. And the fact that we're doing it is a good thing. So keep up the good work. I Stay creative. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye now.